Welcome, guys and ghouls. You are tuned into Broadcast from the Belfry, a brand new podcast for the morbidly curious. Today, we've got something that will really take your breath away. I'm Sanjay, and with me, as always, is my loyal co-host slash woman that does most of the work, Georgia. That's I, me. Yeah, how you doing, George? Um, you know, I'm here. Do I still have sick voice? I can't really tell. I don't know. I don't yeah. think so. Okay, that's good. Today, we are going to talk about some more spooky things. Uh, we'd like to thank you, the listener, and PBS for inspiring us to make this Reading Rainbow adjacent show. LeVar Burton, if you ever want to adopt some adults, we're here. I would love that. Me too. I really would. It's just like the episode of Community. Yeah. <laughs> it's, we're both just <laughs> eyes wide open, crying the Reading Rainbow song in the bathroom to ourselves later. <laughs> Take uh, a look. And what, are, what are we learning about today, Georgia? Today, you're going to learn all about Burke and Hare and yeah. the Anatomy Act. Of 1832. Is that related? It's, you just said a lot of words, but I think they're like standalone thoughts and not an actual sentence. No, Burke and Hare and the Anatomy Act of 1832. Sweet. Kick it off. All right. Imagine it's the early 19th century. We're back in Britain. What does my accent sound like today? Uh, Most of our story takes place in Edinburgh, so very hard to understand. Is that... We have Russell Brand accents. That was more of a last week episode thing. I hate Russell Brand. I hate his voice. He's I an okay person. I hate him, but I also love him. I hate his voice. Love his hair. Um, sometime I'll have to show you. There's a show called The Big Fat Quiz of the Year. And there's one episode that he did. It's been like 10 years ago now, probably. <laughs> but he was partnered up with Noel Fielding. Yeah. And it was the best thing that I've ever seen. Still hate his accent. Yeah. That's fair. Early 19th century. And there's this thing called the Bloody Code. Metal. I like it. This is pretty metal. 215 crimes exist that are punishable by death. Sweet. Guess what some of them were? Uh, sneezing too loud without covering your mouth. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Uh, do you know how sometimes you are walking across the crosswalk and then a car is coming and like you do that little jog? If you don't do that, dead. If you make sandwiches on bread that are whole grain, that you don't say it's whole grain, so like you get the weird texture, dead. I like sandwiches Kill someone, on bread. fine. Steal from someone, fine. <laughs> Steal from a dead person, dead. <laughs> are you done? Yeah, I think okay. that's it. <laughs> All right. I was expecting you on for like 10 minutes. I was thinking honestly. about it. I was very strongly considering it. <laughs> Um, well, I have no clue if you're right or not, because I couldn't find a full list. But, I found eight things that, well, I found several more things, but these eight were my favorite. Stealing from a shipwreck. Specific? All yeah. Right. Being an unmarried mother and hiding your stillborn child. Terrifying. Okay. Super just depressing. Yeah. Forgery. Mm, yeah. Begging without a license. <laughs> Do you have to have a license to be poor? Well, back in the day in England, you had to... I know this from watching TV because I'm lame, but you had to get a license from each county that you begged in. That's dumb. And you, like, had a little pin That's, that you would wear. You were certified poor? Yeah. Nice. You had a pin, and, like, the authorities could look at it and be like, okay, yeah, you can beg here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fucked up. Arson. 
Naturally. Standard. Yeah. Cutting down trees. Like, period? Like, uh, like, you just can't cut down it. What if it's about to fall down? Yeah, I mean... It's my tree. No, they're all the king's trees. Come on. Okay, obviously, yeah. <laughs> this one's one of my favorites. Stealing from a rabbit warren. What? <laughs> Dude, England's a fucked up place, man. And finally, number eight. Mm-hmm. Writing... I would be dead 12 times over. Writing a threatening letter. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've considered just, like, buying some stationery and, like calligraphing use a bitch and just sending it to somebody. <laughs> just leaving it under their windshield yes, wiper. Punishment by death. Did I make these rules? Um, it sounds like no, I did. Rich people made the rules. Like someone once wrote them like a bad letter and they were like, if you do this again, you're gonna fucking die, Craig. Like that was it. Not unlike our current political climate, not mm-hmm. to go down that road. Yeah. But rich people wrote the rules to keep rich people rich and to Remind poor people that they all suck and yeah. have no rights and that their lives are pointless. That's fair. So, Do you know who cuts down trees? Poor people. Donald Trump. Yep. Because <laughs> climate Trump. change isn't real. It's a myth. And he needs more golf courses. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, so public execution was the way to do it. Hanging. Sweet. Fun for the whole family. To, yeah. I mean, yeah, there wasn't TV or anything. So they yeah. were like, oh, a hanging, a hanging, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it was supposed to, you know, discourage other people from criminal behavior, so. Just tell them not to do it. Do you know who do, do you know who does crimes? A person that doesn't know that it's a crime. But also, if you say don't do this, then I just kind of want to be like, well, now I want to do it. (laughs) I guess that's fair, yeah. There's two kinds of people. I never got hardcore into drugs because my mom was never like, don't do drugs. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, all right. Because she never said that, I was never like, no, I want to do that. (laughs) Meanwhile, there's just bricks of cocaine under your bed. (laughs) Yep. There's a thing called the Judgment of Death Act that passed. And it decreased the number of crimes that were punishable by death. Mm -hmm. Which is great for people who have a habit of committing crimes. Yeah. But it was a big deal for the anatomists because, by law... Only criminal cadavers could be used for mm. dissection and research. Yeah. So, grave robbing was already a thing. Mm-hmm. But then they were like, oh, there's a demand for dead bodies. Let's create a supply. Mm-hmm. Body snatching became a very lucrative mm. Lifestyle? Sweet. <laughs> like, it has to be a lifestyle. Yeah, it could I be. Think so. It could be your career, but I think it's a lifestyle. Yeah. You gotta be creepy to hang out in a graveyard. And the fresher the body, the more money you would get for it. Ooh. Yeah. So. Still warm? 20 um, pence. I also imagine that's how the porn industry works. But, Probably, um. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, enter William Burke and William Hare. Okay. The Willies, as I like to call them. Is that their last name? William. They're both Williams. In my in my head, it's like William Burke, William Hare. Willie is like the surname. (laughs) Like William. William Burke, Willie, and William Hare, Willie. Yeah. No. William Burke and William Hare. Okay. The boys will. The brothers will. Call them the Willies. They're both from Ireland, Mm -hmm. and they moved to Scotland to work on the uh, Union Canal, and. Burke had a wife back in Ireland, but she was like, I don't want to move to Scotland with you. And he was like, all right. 
And so he just got a mistress and moved in with her. Like you do, yeah. So his wife is the smart woman, I'm going to say. He met William Hare because they lived down the same street. And William Hare had a boarding house with his common-law wife. Okay. So. And they became best friends because they have the same first name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's inevitable. It is. The Willies. Our story really starts one night. It's 1828. And one of Hare's boarding house lodgers died. Spooky. From natural causes. He okay. was old. Mm. I The only name I found for him is Old Donald, so. <laughs> Not Young Donald. He's young Donald was fine. Obviously yeah. old. Mm-hmm. And he still owed Hare $4 for rent. Which is probably a lot in yield money. Oh, no, not $4, sorry, four pounds. Probably a currency, which was 419 pounds today or 530 dollars. Yikes! <laughs> so, yeah, I don't even pay that much for rent. Hair goes down the street and it's like, Yo, Burke, come help me with this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they take old Donald's body to the medical school mm-hmm. at the university in Edinburgh, and they're like, Hey, we got a fresh cadaver for you. And this dude, Dr. Knox, is like, oh, all right. He's an anatomy anatomy lecturer. He needs bodies. Yeah. And he paid them seven pounds and ten shillings for the body. Whoa. So that's like uh, $1,331-ish dollars. Yeah. So they're like, dude, that was super easy. Mm -hmm. And a few weeks later, another one of Harris lodgers gets sick. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, he's going to die soon. But then they get impatient, and he might be starting to get better. So then they're like, ah, let's help him out. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit of murder. Hair kind of holds him down, and then Burke uses his hand to like, cover his nose and his mouth mm-hmm. and smothers him. Which is what Burking became known as. Oh, oh. yikes. <laughs> And that became their signature style because it left the body unscathed for researchers. What the fuck? Yeah. And then they were like, well, now what do we do? We're out of sick people and dead people. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, prostitutes. Got it. They're easy prey. So they like lure all these prostitutes into the boarding house and they basically get them drunk. And then murder them? And then broke them. That's so fucked up. Yeah. Dude, it's great. Just, these these nice ladies are just like just hoeing. Like just trying to live their lives. Minding their own business. Yeah. Trying just to make bar- a little on their titties. And just, trying to make a shilling. Yeah. That's crazy. <clears throat> well the thing about prostitutes, especially back then, mm-hmm. is that they were pretty easily recognizable. Okay. And so They'd be dissecting their bodies at the medical school, and they'd be like, doesn't this look like that one chick that asked you if you wanted a bone last night? (laughs) Yeah, kind of does. What's her name? Mary? Yeah. Hey, Dr. Knox, doesn't this chick look familiar? No, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) So this happened three times with prostitutes. And then on another occasion, this body showed up at the medical school. They were like, hey. Does this look like Daft Jamie? Which is what he was known as. His name was James Wilson, and he was... A little bit daft. Like, 
slow or handicapped. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he was just autistic. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Back then, that could it have meant anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he was like an entertainer on the streets. So yeah. like a lot of people know him. Mm-hmm. They were like, Dr. Knox, this is Daph Jamie. What's he doing on the table? Mm-hmm. And he just cuts his face off so that nobody else can recognize him. What? <laughs> yep. And his he had like a deformed foot or something too. So he cut off the foot? So he cut yeah. off the foot. What the fuck? Well, so you couldn't recognize him. <laughs> That's crazy. Off his like recognizable features. The, the why? Okay. So did Dr. Knox just not care? And he was like, pretty much. I'm tired of hearing these people complain. We have bodies. That's all that matters. Yeah. Or was he a an intentional accomplice to these murders? Um, no one really knows. I don't think. <laughs> I think he was kind of a don't ask, don't tell kind of guy. Yeah. But I also think that he just had his suspicions mm-hmm. with the prevalence of how many bodies yeah. he was getting from them. Fair. And the fact that they were all not old and not sick and not mortally wounded yeah so one night it's been going on for like a year Mm -hmm. they had this other set of lottery saying at the hair's house Mm -hmm. and the guys were like hey would you mind just like going down the street for a little bit we got some business we need to take care of Mm -hmm. and they were like okay that's weird but sure whatever (laughs) these guys are fucking each other (laughs) (laughs) and so they get this woman up there and mm-hmm. kill her and when the tenants get back they're like hey i need to like get some stuff out of my room mm-hmm. and she finds the dead body okay and so they report them to the police yeah they tried to like bribe them to be like no no we'll cut you in on it don't worry but they were like no that's okay mm-hmm. a we're leaving and b no mm-hmm. you're creepy yeah both the men and their lady friends all get arrested because the, they're in on it, too. Oh, yeah, so. that makes sense. Yeah. The family that murders uh-huh. together stays together. Right? Mm-hmm. The ultimate double dating. Mm-hmm. Not counting old Donald, in a year they had 16 victims. Uh, okay. Which, like, think about it. That's a good... It's a lot. It's, like, at least a murder a month. Yeah. Like, every... It'd be the same as, like, okay, I have to pay rent tomorrow, then I have to go and, like, send this package, and then I've got to murder that guy. Cool. Collect my money. Yeah. It's just like a week for You gotta them. murder the guy first so you can pay your rent. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's what you're getting like what is now over a thousand dollars per body, mm-hmm. if not more. Yeah. So Which is kinda like that's like a fair amount of murder money. Yeah. I think now you'd have to pay more for someone to like kill a dude. Oh but yeah. you can also like DNA exists now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and before they were like, oh, there's a handprint on this guy's face and bruising around the neck that looks like a hand. And someone else would be like, nah. Nah, it's fine. It's probably a birthmark. That's just your imagination. Yeah. And now people are like, <laughs> you, can, you can tell that there was a fingernail like approximately three centimeters oh away God. from this and there's fibers in the lungs. Yeah. Just like pre-science, the world was so scary, you know? It was like they knew what was happening back then, but they didn't really know. So what what happened after they were arrested? They just like go to Yield Jail, and that was it. Um. Well, Hare was offered immunity for testifying against Burke, since oh, Burke man, was technically no. the one who murdered everyone. No, they were in love. Like Hare just kind of <laughs> held them down, and Burke was no. the one who suffocated them. Yeah. And that's what happened. He testified against Burke. No. 
And apparently, this is funny though. So apparently, he fled to England, mm-hmm. gave himself a fake name or whatever, like you do. But someone found out who he was, mm-hmm. and I think he was working at like a lime quarry, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so the people he worked with like found out his real name, mm-hmm. and then they pushed him into the lime quarry, and he was blinded by the lime. Whoa! Blinded by. The- <laughs> That's yeah. not funny at all. <laughs> Why did you preface that with this? It's kind of funny. He's just blind now. <laughs> did I say it's kind of funny? Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Um, I don't know. Karma's a bitch. I guess. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you killed a bunch of people, so. Oh, now you're blind. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha, now you're blind. <laughs> As if. Yeah. No. No. Watch YouTube. Jesus. No, I refuse. Knox was cleared of involvement by just saying I I didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. And then I think he also went to London and like he but he continued to be an anatomist and everything. Mm-hmm. So the total they had three men, twelve women and one child. Uh victim. Child? Mm-hmm. Well, because they got her grandma or his grandma, I think. And mm-hmm. then they were just like, Well, might as well do the kid too. That's... What are we gonna what else are we gonna do with it? Let him be an orphan. What is with his grandma? Like, fuck. Was he in the house? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Burke was publicly hanged mm-hmm. for funsies. For funsies, yeah. Oh, they got arrested on Halloween too, which I kind of liked, but mm-hmm. um, it was intentional. Yeah. People were like, "We have a party to go to. We don't want your money." Also, jail. Yeah. <laughs> also, you're suck. Mm-hmm. You're not cool. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, Burke was hanged publicly. In January of 1829, this is funny, his body was given to the medical school. <laughs> ah, karma, no! Oh, it's, it's too appropriate, no. And apparently his skeleton, I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently his skeleton is still on display there in mm-hmm. Surgeon's Hall. There are also rumors that like the students, when they were like dissecting him, took like parts of his skin and bound books with it. Whoa! Yeah. That's twisted as fuck! Yeah. Why? I dig it. Like, who does that? Who's just like, oh, I've got this book. Uh, it's like, I don't like the art in this edition. It's like the Necronomicon yeah. and Evil Dead. Yeah, but that's it's like an evil skin. book. I'm, I'm not going to try to read Junie B. Jones, like, book three. <laughs> out of a skin book? Yeah, out of a skin book. That's gross. <laughs> Nancy Drew. Go. Yeah, like I said, be appropriate. Skin book. The real mystery is the book itself. It's true. Mm-hmm. This whole trial and everything was a catalyst for the revolution of cadaver procural procural procure getting cadavers (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) to anatomists and that kind of launched the anatomy act which was originally they pat they tried to pass one in 1828, which is when the murder started happening, mm-hmm. and it failed. And then they tried again in 1832 after, like, this trial had become, like, nationwide news and everything. Mm-hmm. And there were, like, a couple other people who, like, copycatted them, yeah. like, in London and stuff. So there was, like, a group called the Burkers, and it was, like, three dudes who did something similar in London. Yeah. But the Anatomy Act enabled people to donate their bodies or their relatives' bodies or anatomical research. And then it, like, made it so that only certain people were certified to transport those bodies, and if you didn't have the certification, then you would be arrested. Mm-hmm. So a lot more similar to today's laws regarding that stuff. If they had, like, corpses that went unclaimed for more than two days, they would use those, too. 
or if you just left a note saying, like, if you had some formal documentation that said, don't dissect me, then you're good. A sticky note just says, like... <laughs> I don't know if that's formal enough. Though. I think it's pretty formal. Okay. It's <laughs> stuck literally to your forehead. Yeah. Don't dissect me. Mm-hmm. Um, dissection also had a stigma because, again, superstition. Mm-hmm. If you got dissected, then your body wouldn't be intact for Judgment Day. Mm, yeah. So how would you be resurrected mm-hmm. and join the body of Christ? What the fu- what's what's supposed to happen on Judgment Day? Uh, all okay. So I don't Jesus. Yeah. So first, everyone that like all of a sudden, if you believe, you get yeeted into heaven <laughs> immediately. Okay. Gone. Okay. So like the Left Behind books, that's what they're about. It's just like the rapture. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, can't wait. I won't. Be if you're like, yo, my boy G, you know, for God, mm-hmm. not for Georgia. Uh, yeah, I'm not a boy. So. No, yeah, you're my dude. And then God's like, what's up? Come hang out. And like, bam, you're gone. Okay. And then a bunch of shit happens. Antichrist shows up. I know He's about like, the four horsemen. Yeah, that's, that sounds like a party. It's, <laughs> uh, it's like four loco, but with like horses. Yeah, four loco, mm-hmm. four horses. Four horses. Four horsemen. Mm-hmm. I have, that's a product. No one steal my idea. I'll fucking sue you. <laughs> uh, no, so, like, the Antichrist is just, like, hanging out and doing stuff. He's just, like, at Taco Bell, you know? He's around. The rapture's already happening. I love Taco and Bell. He's, yeah, right? Everyone I will does. go to Taco yeah, Bell with the Antichrist. And he's just, like, chilling. And then he's, like, I think I want to be famous. He's famous, right? Then he's, like, I, I, I think these other ideas. We should, like, do these things. Like, you should, uh, you should have, like, marks on you if you're, like, a good boy, you know? And people are like, yeah, 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 I believe in getting Mark. And then it's like, wait, you know who's really my dude? Satan. Satan. If you have that mark, marked from marked for Satan now. Satan. And then, uh, then everyone's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! It's like there's some shit happening. And then he's like, Not also, me. here's some horsemen. Hey, do you believe in God? And people are like, I think so. Yeah, dead. Bang. Dead. <laughs> Hey, do you believe in Satan as your savior? People will be like, yeah, like cool. Come do heroin off of the. This off reminds of me of that me. one episode. Not to always keep making community references, but um, it's the only truth. <laughs> when the dean is in that like slutty Halloween demon outfit, <laughs> yeah. and he like busts down the door with the chainsaw. <laughs> so like, uh, I, I guess the like uh, equivalent would be. So if you, like, donate your body to science, mm-hmm. then you're already dead. So mm-hmm. you're not going to get, like, yeeted to heaven. There's, I think there's something about corpses walking the earth your again. Body, yeah, because your body's, like, yeah. cut up, so you can't yes. do... Yes. Like, so you would... It can't be resurrected. But, like, you're going to be dead anyway. So if you're alive, you die. Yeah. You know that's how that works? Yeah. Because you have to be dead to go chill with Jesus yeah, and God exactly. and yeah. Mary and, and Joseph. Joseph. Yeah, exactly. And the disciples. So imagine you're, like, you're laying in your coffin... Arms across your chest. You got pennies on your eyes. You're just dead. I bet and I have quarters on my eyes. You bitch. All right. So <laughs> then uh, you wake up. Mm-hmm. You've been dead for a hundred years. You just <gasps> you're, you're still alive. And you're again. still in a coffin. Yeah, you're still in a fucking coffin. Where are you? So like, go? why does it matter? Where are you like, gonna go? Yeah, but let's say that you're super strong or something, and you're like, I'm gonna, <laughs> you I'm, bust I'm gonna beat the shit out of this coffin. You start throwing bows straight up. It's like ga ga You break the wood. Uh-huh. You're nine feet under the ground. You're going to die still. Six. six. Isn't it nine? It's six. I thought it was nine. Six feet under. Isn't six feet the 
the depth in which, like, a dog can still sniff a corpse, so you're supposed to bury someone nine feet down? Cemeteries bury people at six feet. Okay, whatever. But, like, you still, okay, so you're under six feet of dirt. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you're, let's say you're well, a short Well, during this time as well, yeah. a lot of people started to put, like, cast iron fences around coffins or, like, put concrete slabs on top of them so that they couldn't be robbed or body snatched. Then you're, yeah, you just, you're screwed. But so then why not just, when you are resurrected. You're just stuck. Then you're, yeah. Yeah. So it's one or the other. You know? So just be dead. It's just fine. Just be dead. Donate your organs to science. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by donating your organs to science. You're not going to use them. You You're don't fucking need dead. Them. Yeah. It's fine. Do you know that when you donate your body to science, yeah, your organs go to people that need them or whatever, and your skin is used for grafts, but your 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 head goes so that plastic surgeons can practice nose jobs. No, what? That's terrifying. I mean, they have to practice on something. I guess, but I, I, how do you go from like, I think li- they literal decapitated heads to like doing nose jobs for Nancy's? You yeah, know? it is a little different just because your tissue and like that's another part of the reason why they have to be a certain level of freshness because tissue reacts differently. I mean, tissue doesn't really react when mm-hmm. it's dead, so yeah. you need you need it. Within a certain time frame, so it's still fairly pliable. Yeah. Um, Do you think uh, Ziploc is a is big in the decapitated head industry? <laughs> maybe. Do you think that's like I don't know how else they're gonna do it. Like, maybe they all just have those. Um, what are like the vacuum sealers? Oh yeah, 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 like yeah. vacuum sealers. Yeah. So you just do that. Throw that bad boy in a cooler. Pop yeah. it in there. I mean, Done. I would keep a subword head in the fridge. You would. Yeah. You have problems. <laughs> Did you ever see when um, Jon Snow, like, Kit Harington, he played, like, a practical joke on his wife? Mm-mm. He, like, got a replica of his severed head made, and he put it in their fridge. Who does that? And she, like, went in the kitchen and opened the fridge, and he's, like, hiding, like, mm-hmm. in their hallway or something, recording the whole thing. And she opens the fridge, and she freaks out. Yeah! And she scarred forever. She, like, when he came, like, into the kitchen, I think she almost, like, punched him in the face or something. Yeah, he was about to knock off his face. <laughs> he was like, my family does April Fool's Day, but apparently hers doesn't, so... That's just mean. There's such a difference. There's a difference between... I would do it. Like, I put a whoopee cushion under you... No. ...to I have a severed replica of my head. I would put... Well, because Pinterest has those things where you can, like, get a jar, and you, like, print, like parts of your oh, face in yeah. various ways and you can like put it in the jar and it just looks like your face is mm-hmm. in the jar i would totally do that that's just a day in your life though yeah it's but like, i also have halloween decorations up all year round 24 7 <laughs> yeah i'm upset in the last episode i was like is it about like stealing some shoes or something and you were like yeah kind of kind of i mean some this, dude lost his fucking foot the shoes are attached to the body i don't i i ain't no anat- anatomologist you know but I don't like that. <laughs> Anatomist? No, animatologist. Animatologist. Okay. So anyway. I'm so upset. Thanks for teaching me about Judgment Day. Yeah, thanks for telling me about Burking. I don't... Did you know that... You just have to come up with another definition of Burking. Uh, fun fact, the Birkenst- the company Birkenstocks mm-hmm. is older than the United States of America. So the act of yeah. Burking is just being older than America. That's a lot of things. America's yeah. not that old. It's not, no. Do you know what's older than America? Britain. Britain. The rest of the world.
I mean, yeah. <laughs> Except for like uh, Bosnia Herzegovina, I think. Technically, yeah. Yeah. Because that's so, like right. a 90s thing. Yeah. Yep. And maybe um, oh, uh, Czech Republic. That's true. Uh, look, we're being smart. Yeah. My dad, younger than the United States. Not working. Not working. <laughs> We're getting back to pop culture. I think I just like to talk about things relevant to pop culture, <clears throat> honestly. Obviously, Frankenstein was, well, Frankenstein was first published in 1818, so that was way before Burke and Hare, but resurrectionists were still a thing, like grave robbing was still happening, um, people were still learning about anatomy, excuse me, through dissection and stuff like that. But some people think that it was actually written as like a social satire. Hmm. Or an allegory of this social climate where body snatching was kind of a normal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last edition was published in nineteen or 1831, which was when all of this was happening. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. No, and I'm pretty sure, I'm, I'm a little foggy on it, I haven't done my, my Mary Shelley research recently, but uh, when Frankenstein was written, it was like her and two dudes, and they were like, having a scary story off, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I think there was also, like, a fair amount of fucking involved, like... They were on vacation in Italy, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And it was raining, so they, like, couldn't... Because, like, Percy Shelley was originally out by the lake, like, working on one of his poems or stories or something. Mm-hmm. There was, like, a couple other people there, and I think another woman was there, too. There was, like, five of them, Yeah, I think. there was, like, there was an orgy amount of people. <laughs> yeah. Like, for sure. And all the dudes were like, let's have a scary story competition. Mm-hmm. And The Vampire actually came out, which was written before Dracula, um, came out of this. But because it wasn't as, like, Dracula ended up being a more popular story, so most people don't remember The Vampire, and I can't remember the author's name off the top of my head. But, I mean, you know, that's my genre of literature, so. Was it Dr. Acula? No. Yeah, and all the dudes were like, we can't write serious stories. And Mary Shelley was like, I can't write a scarier story. Mm-hmm. Than all you bitches. And she wrote what is now Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, spelled with a Y. Yeah, it's very. Polidori, that's right. Oh, uh, yeah, classic Polidori. Yep. Isn't that the guy from uh, the Lizzie McGuire movie? <laughs> Dracula? <laughs> no! Uh, pa- Paolo, Paolo something. Oh, I don't remember. Um, I just remember that I wanted her hairstyles when I was. In eighth grade. I mean, that is what dreams are made of, so. She has the ultimate white girl hair, so. But I'm not blonde, and I'm not Hilary Duff, so. You don't have a twin named Isabella. That's okay. You don't know. I'm, I guess you could. I'm okay with the way it turned out. You said, like, go to Italy and find out. It's true. My personal favorite, Lovecraft, he wrote about resurrectionists a lot. Like, he has a story called mm-hmm. The Hound, which is all about people grave robbing and one of them finds a amulet in some tomb that was supposed to be long to a wizard mm-hmm. and they steal it and then they get haunted by this creepy dog thing and then they die and then he wrote Herbert West Reanimator which is really similar to like a Frankenstein story like reanimating dead mm-hmm. bodies and they do a bunch of grave robbing for that to experiment on corpses and then um beginning of the case of Charles X. Ward, there's a guy and he brings the corpses of famous people. So he pays people 
to Body Snatch, it doesn't explicitly say anything, but yeah. they allude to the fact that one of the corpses that they reanimate is Ben Franklin's. What? So basically, the premise of this dude, like, he's this, like, creepy wizard dude, whatever, mm-hmm. and he reanimates all these corpses to get, sec- like, to learn secrets, whether it's, like, political secrets. That's so cool. Um, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, locally, he'll pick up graves, like, he'll pick graves of people, mm-hmm. like, he needs to know and, like, family information about mm-hmm. so they can blackmail people. Mm-hmm. Um Shit. Yeah, that's and so cool. Then Robert Louis Stevenson mm-hmm. has a story called The Body Snatchers, which literally references Burke in here. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a good story, too. Yeah. These guys, like, to think that if that old man hadn't have been a POS and, like, not paid rent, <laughs> just all poor. of this other stuff wouldn't have happened. Like, the, the media reach. Yeah. Also, they clearly, those dudes were fucked. They still might have ended up murdering people, but. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they might not have got the idea for a long... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows? Finally, okay, I have one last thing. Jeremy Bentham. Do you know who that is? No. He's a utilitarian philosopher. Mm, but too. most people don't really know if he is, if they didn't take philosophy classes. But mm-hmm. I'm a nerd, and I took a lot of philosophy classes. For fun. <laughs> for fun, yeah. I took, like, an environmental ethics class, which was the last philosophy class I took where we covered him a lot. But mm-hmm. just... Because of his utilitarian policies. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, whatever. Beliefs. But he died in 1832, when the, like, right after the Anatomy Act was passed. Mm-hmm. But he was a huge proponent for it. Um, again, he's utilitarian. Mm-hmm. You don't need your dead body, so yeah. you might as well... Donate it to somebody that does. Use it for learning something and mm-hmm. do something for the greater good of society. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in order to, like, fight the stigma... He was publicly dissected after he died. What? Yeah, he was like, yeah, it's cool. Like, learn something from my body. So he was publicly dissected. And then um, the parts of his body were preserved. Mm-hmm. And today, his skeleton, I confirmed this when I was doing research about what where I wanted to go for grad school. But his skeleton is still on display at the University College of London. Mm-hmm. and he, uh, it's, like, padded with straw, like a scarecrow kind of, nice. and then it's wearing his clothes. Nice. And it used to be displayed with his real head, but people would steal it for, like, practical jokes. Whoa. And so they replace it with a wax head, and his real head is uh, under lock and key somewhere safe. That's terrifying. And they used to joke that, like, he would, they would take his body to all the administrative meetings mm. of the college, which is kind of an urban legend, but because people always said that they did it, mm-hmm. they took his body there to one meeting just to be like, yeah, we did it one time. What because everybody fuck? thought we did it anyway. So we just they just like put his body on a dolly and like rolled it, <laughs> rolled it to their yeah. administrative meeting. Yeah. All right. Jenkins, Johnson, uh, Lisbon, Corpse. Just, like, going through... <laughs> Dead body. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's here. Yeah. Man, that's... There's, like, pictures of it, out. too. Like, you can just, like, Google Jerry Bentham, like, on display, and you can, like, find pictures of him on display at UCL. Where do you put a head? Like, how is it preserved, too? <sighs> I think in wax. So they just, like, dipped his head in wax? Probably. Or, like, injected. Okay, they probably put wax in his... Blood vessels and stuff? I don't know. 
you have to like flush out because when you, even when you embalm a body, you have mm-hmm. to flush out all of the the human fluids. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then you replace it, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, formaldehyde cheese yeah. was same thing. Same thing. <laughs> but yeah, so you replace all the fluids with embalming fluid. So I think. I think the th- wax process is similar. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the wax stops the rest of the cells from... Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't... Like, the wax seals off any oxygen. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, like... And it's probably, like, a thin layer of wax, so it's still, like, see-through. Yeah. In my mind, it's just, like, you just dunk that bad boy in there, like, six or seven times. It's just, like, an inch <laughs> so of wax. It's just, like, a, a candle. Yeah, it's just, like, a, hand, like a human <laughs> candle. <laughs> Thank you guys again, and feel free to rate and review us. It helps us out immensely. And don't forget, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching Broadcast from the Bell Free in the search bar. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and stay spooky! Sluts. Hey,